Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, we begin a special three-day series exposing the most colossal and critical powers of our day and age with best-selling author Jonathan Kahn. The latest issue of the Prophetic Observer is now available. Each month, the Prophetic Observer has timely articles about prophecy in the light of today's events. An excellent outreach tool, many people give copies of the Prophetic Observer to friends and family so they can stay informed. Subscribe to the Prophetic Observer today by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And as you're looking at your calendar, make sure you put one of our upcoming conferences on the schedule. August 11th and 12th, Bill Federer leads a lineup of speakers ready to bring clarity to the chaos in Colorado Springs. On Saturday, September 30th, there'll be a special one-day conference in Des Moines, Iowa, featuring Michael Hoggard, Greg Patton, Larry Stamm, Josh Davis, and Micah Van Hus. Our largest conference of the year will be a massive three-day conference in Columbus, Ohio, October 26th through 28th. Over a dozen speakers, including our special keynote speaker, Jonathan Kahn. Registration for these conferences is now open. Call 1-800-652-1144 and reserve your spot. Seats are filling up, so don't miss your opportunity to hear Jonathan Kahn live in person. Visit the events page of our website, swrc.com. We want to see you at these upcoming conferences. The complete lineup of speakers, topics, and schedules are all found at swrc.com and click on events. Or simply call 1-800-652-1144. Our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, comes now to welcome back to the program best-selling author and Bible teacher, Jonathan Kahn. Today, they begin a three-day series looking at the mystery of the return of the gods. Is it possible that ancient dark forces lie behind everything from what appears on our computer monitors, our televisions and movie screens, to the lessons given in our classrooms? to the breakdown of the family, to wokeism, to the occult, to our addictions, to the canceled culture, to children's cartoons, to everything that is pushing America in the wrong direction. Jonathan Kahn's new book, The Return of the Gods, is a hard-hitting, mesmerizing, and profoundly insightful work. I believe after reading The Return of the Gods, you will have a depth of understanding of current events that you have never had before. And praise the Lord, Jonathan Kahn is back with us. We're going to pick up from yesterday's discussion. So, Jonathan, it's so good to have you again. Let's start with you giving us a recap of The Mystery of the Gods. There is a warning in the Bible that if a person, but also a civilization— has been given to the gods or the spirits, has been exercised of those spirits, and ever turns back, 
those spirits are coming back and it's actually going to end up, it's going to repossess the culture, it's going to be worse than even in pagan days. And the civilization that we happen to live in, Western civilization, which has really influenced the entire world, was that civilization. It was really possessed by the spirits, and we shared the mystery that in the Bible says that beyond the gods are spirits. It was possessed by spirits, was exercised by the coming of the gospel, the coming of the word. Well, if that civilization ever turns away from the gospel, from the word, from God, those ancient spirits are coming back to repossess it. And that's where we are. That is what we are witnessing. This is the mystery behind everything, the changes that are happening to America and the world. It is all because the gods have returned. Right. Well, so, Jonathan, how has the spirit of the possessor transforming? How is he transforming America at the present time and also our lives? This is the spirit called you know, and this means the possessor of master. It has affected everything. You know, at the same time when America started turning away from God, like in the early 60s, you know, what it's saying is that the house, you know, this house of the spirits that in the parable of the banner is not going to remain empty. Something else is coming in. If you take God out of the schools, it's not going to stay empty or neutral. So look at what's coming to the schools now. These are spirits. They're coming back. And remember, Baal was the spirit, or the first spirit of the parable, the one who's possessed, goes back and gets the other spirits. Baal is always the first one mentioned of the gods in the Bible. He's going to bring the rest. So the same decade when this happened, you have the opening up of New Age things, you know, Eastern religion. This is paganism. You know, pantheism, you know, everything is God, or I have my own God. Well, they give them different labels, but this is ancient paganism. And another thing about Baal is that, you know, the Bible says that Israel served the Baal. Plural, Baalim. So it's one spirit, but there are many forms of this. And so it says they served them. The name Baal means master, owner, possessor. So when you turn away from God, you're going to be owned by something else. You're going to be possessed and mastered. So we have a culture now that is more addicted than it has ever been, more serving idols and gods and driven than it has ever been. And so all the signs of Baal, I mean, you can go one thing after the other. Pagan has manifested. One of the things that it does with pagan culture and paganization is that it eliminates all the distinctions. So one of the distinctions between man and God, between man and even animals, you know, the distinction, if you look at Baal, he has animal features. That's pagan, you know, putting animal and man together. When you look at this, that's what you see. Man is considered an animal now. You have scientists splicing together animal DNA and human DNA. This is what the ancient world did, except they didn't have the technology to do it through DNA. So it's affecting us in every single way. Yeah, you actually write of the rise of the animal men. Tell us a little more about that. Well, that's what we're seeing. You know, if you look at the ancient depictions of these gods, you see part man, part animal, part this. Well, there's something, there's a movement called transhumanism, which is trying to say human, animal, there's no distinction at all. Well, that goes back to to the paganization process. And, you know, they would do this through statues, but we're actually altering DNA. So it's scary, but this is part of the possession of Baal. Well, you mentioned Baal or Baal. What about the Baalim, the plural? Yeah, there's so many forms that this takes. When you turn away from God, you're going to be addicted. More people are addicted now than any other time in American history, and it started at the same time. Whether it's alcoholism, whether it's drugs, notice the explosion of drugs when they turned away from God. Everything becomes a God, whether it's money, whether it is 
pleasure, whether it's the internet, you know, we are addicted because you cannot get away from it. We are made to worship God. And if you take away God, you're going to have gods all over. And there's a process called deification where all yeah. these things are going to take the aura of God. You know, Larry, where people talk about wokeism and all these isms now, yeah. you can't question it. When something's a God, you don't question it. That's all part of the falling away. That's all part right. of the repossession. You can be fined thousands of dollars for refusing to use the preferred pronoun. If, to if bow I, your knee. Yeah, yes, yes. Isn't that strange? And that's exactly what you're talking about. But is there an ancient mystery behind the computer? I mean, that's so, so, so characteristic <laughs> of our society. And what is it doing to modern culture? One of the things it says that when a nation turns from God, it says to Israel, they served the works of their hands. Mm. Interesting thing. So in other words, when you make an idol, you turn away from God, everything's going to become an idol, and you're going to serve the works of your hands. An idol is the work of your hands. Well, you know, interesting thing, because when Paul, when he stood in front of Mars Hill, and he, he actually spoke about the pagan world and the idols, and he said, we're not to, to serve or worship the works of men's hands. Well, the word he uses in Greek is the word techne. From that wow. word, we get the word technology. Wow. And so what it's saying is, when you turn away from God, man's technology will become a god. He will serve the very works of the very technology. He'll serve it. It will become an idol. We have created the greatest idol in the world, but with a computer. You look what's happening. It's supposed to serve us. Look what people are serving. People are, are attached to it. They are driven. They are addicted to it. They serve it. And so it is all part of the mystery of the gods. It says, actually, we'll worship the technology. And the other thing is, on top of it, it says, and when they do this, that they will become like what they worship. They'll become like the idol. Well, what's happening is people are becoming addicted to computers, and they're becoming less human. They're becoming more machine-like. They're being driven by their computers. Because one of the things about paganization is that the line between the creator and the creation is blurred. So literally, what's that, the line between reality and mythology is blurred. So now we have virtual reality. We have yes. what is fantasy becoming real, and we have reality becoming virtual. People are not tuned into reality anymore. And they're becoming more machine-like while the machines are becoming more human-like. This is totally part of the paganization of Baal. Well, friends, the new book by Jonathan Kahn, The Return of the Gods, is not only one of the most explosive books you'll ever read, but also one of the most profound. It will reveal the most stunning secrets and truths behind what is happening before your eyes in America and the nations of the world. You will see things even in our world and your world in a whole new way. With such chapters as The House of Spirits, The Avatar, The Masters, The Deep Magic, and The Day of the Goddess, The Return of the Gods will take readers on a fascinating, unforgettable, and mind-blowing journey that will leave you stunned and with the ability to see the world as you've never seen it before, as it really is. Now, Jonathan, a few years ago, a strange object appeared in New York City. What did it have to do with the return of the gods? If the spirit of Baal is taking over America, then could there be a manifestation like this? You know, the amazing thing is that they erected the Arch of Baal in New York City. We videotaped the actual unveiling, and we put it on the DVDs that is available for your people. It was a massive object. They had it shrouded with a cloth. They had this ceremony around the 
arch of bail. Now, the deputy mayor of New York was there. They had other people. It was on City Hall. I mean, this was an official thing. And they uncover this thing playing this music, this Middle Eastern music that you can imagine would be played at the Temple of Baal when they worship Baal. They have no idea what they're doing. But this was a sign. And this is a sign of a nation. You know, Baal is the god of the ter- falling away from God. And this is a sign of a nation that had once known God was turned away. And it's interesting because it's a gate. It was done in New York City, which is the gate of America. Baal was also the god of increase and gain. You know, that's when it started. America started turning away to, you know, gain and money. And then it became everything else. But this is the god of the gate who brings in all the other gods. So we actually saw it, Larry, and it's crazy that they did this, but they did it. Well, a lot of times people will say, so what? Well, why does everyone listening need to get a copy of The Return of the Gods? And then tell us about the special exclusive DVD album, The Return of the Gods Uncensored. That's really special. The Return of the Gods is going to be explosive. It's opening the veil, so you're actually going to see what's happening behind everything. And again, I just mentioned there's a famous person in the Lord just said this explains everything now. So that's the first thing. Secondly, it's going to arm you, so you're strong against all these things. Thirdly, it's going to give you the equipping to give to other people in your life to be able to deal with all these things and yes. prevail. Know what's happening, know what you're dealing with, know these things, and know where it's going. You don't want to miss getting the book. Secondly, well, I did, and it's only for very few people. It's not available in you know, Amazon, anywhere else, right. is The Return of the Gods Uncensored DVD album, eight DVDs where you're actually going to see this mystery. You're not just going to hear it. You're going to see the gods. You're going to see the ancient priests. You're going to see, like what I just described about that event. I don't know if anybody recorded it. We recorded it. It's there. You're going to see the Arch of Baal being unveiled. All these things, and I'm going to be sharing mysteries that I could not even put in the book, whether it's the room or because it was so explosive. So you're going to be blown away, I believe. And it's eight one-hour DVDs, seeing and hearing, which is nowhere else on Earth. So you're going to be The other programs we've done, you always have an uncensored, you know, album, and that has been so fantastic. Our listeners love that. I think one time you told me we push more of those than anyone else because they're so unusual and so powerful. And so, what should I say? In your face, you're right there. You can see it. Nobody can deny it's happening right here. Much more from Jonathan Kahn is on the way in just a few moments. I don't want anyone listening right now to miss out on Jonathan Kahn's latest release, The Return of the Gods. Right now, we have both The Return of the Gods book and eight DVD series ready to ship to you. Simply call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can visit SWRC. So many people have been blessed by both the book and DVD series. What lies ahead and what you need to know is found in The Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. Order the book and eight DVD set today. Call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And make plans to see Jonathan Kahn live in person at our upcoming Columbus, Ohio Prophecy Conference, October 26th through the 28th. Jonathan Kahn headlines three days of the nation's top Bible prophecy teachers, bringing Christ-centered clarity to all of the chaos that is in our world today. Over a dozen speakers, including Jonathan Kahn, Bill Federer, Mac Dominic, Donald Perkins, and many, many more. 
Registration is open and seats are filling up fast. So call 1-800-652-1144 and reserve your spot to see and hear Jonathan Kahn live at the Columbus, Ohio Prophecy Conference, October 26th through the 28th. The complete schedule of speakers, topics, and times are available at the events section of our website, swrc.com. Register today, 1-800-652-1144 or swrc.com and click on events. Now, let's rejoin Dr. Larry Spargimino and Jonathan Kahn as they discuss the golden calf civilization. Well, Jonathan, in the book, you have a chapter called The Golden Calf Civilization. Tell us about that. The first fallen away of Israel happened at Sinai. And the symbol was, you know, Moses on the mountain with a tablet. They turn away from the tablets and they turn to this idol. They make this idol and they party and they're making noise. It is an overload of paganism right now. And then comes judgment. Well, the amazing thing is this is what really opens the door to America, what's happening in America. A nation that knew God then turned away from, notice, the tablets, the Ten Commandments. We turned away from that. And then, isn't it a surprise? We turn away from the Ten Commandments and now we have adultery, sexual immorality, we have idolatry, because that's what we did. You know, so we're doing the same thing. But interesting, I won't go into all the details what this reveals, but I will tell you this, that there is actually an image of Moses that is in the Capitol Hill building, where the president gives his speech, you know, looking down at him is Moses. You know, number one. You know, when America has passed all these laws against God, Moses is looking down, just like he looked down on the mountain. Yes. And then even the Supreme Court, you know, that has ruled for the striking down of the Ten Commandments on the Supreme Court are the Ten Commandments. Mm. And it's the image of Moses looking down. I mean, it's like a prophetic thing here. I mean, it's an amazing thing, but it really, you know, opens up and reveals exactly what's happening to America. Well, tell us about the Enchantress. I think I know something about that because I've been reading your book. And what does her relationship to the possessor mean for the United States of America? This is the second spirit or God that has been possessing the culture. And this is, she was known in the Bible as a she. Uh, she was actually the wife of Baal in Canaanite mythology. But she appears all over. In the Bible, she's called Ashtorah. In Mesopotamia, she's called Ishtar. You've heard, of course, you've heard of her. They also called Inanna, also called, also when she went to Greece, she was called Aphrodite. Then they transformed her into Venus. She is the goddess, now listen, she is the spirit and goddess of sexual immorality, sexuality as a god. She is the one, she's actually known in her writings as a harlot. She's a prostitute. She is not faithful. She is against marriage. So here's the thing. It says in the Bible, you first have, it says Baal, and then it, our story is always going to be second to Baal. Baal comes first, but if Baal comes, then the spirit of the goddess is coming. And so it's amazing. It's like clockwork. What would we expect if this entity would return to begin taking possession of America? What would we expect? We would expect that there would be a revolution in the realm of sexuality. And that is exactly what happens, like clockwork. What happens as America first starts taking prayer out, starts turning from God, what's the next thing that happens? The sexual revolution is what happens. This is a mystery from the Bible. Amazing. So her mission is to paganize the nation, to take a Christian nation, paganize it by using sexuality, to take biblical morality on sexuality, on marriage, on gender, and start overturning 
spreading it, with replacing it with pagan morality. That is exactly what we have watched. This start in the 60s has not stopped to this day. This is the goddess possessing the nation. So her mission is that. And so we can see that. I mean, we can see with everything that's happening around it, there's a spirit behind it, and we know what the spirit is. Well, I think you're so absolutely right and so on target. I mean, we see the erosion of marriage, and we see, for example, the explosion of pornography. We see nine- and ten-year-old boys raping little girls. I mean, some of the stuff that's in the headlines, I can hardly, I said, what's going on? You know, I mean, and when I listen to you and I look at the headlines and I look at some of the things that are coming out of the White House, what the White House is endorsing. Wow, you're absolutely right. So tell us a little bit more about how the Enchantress is just getting her fingers, if I speak that way, into our society. Everything we would see, we're seeing now. It would, first of all, to be a sexual revolution, sexual immorality against marriage. Remember, she's a prostitute. Prostitutes take sexuality out of marriage and put it into the culture. So our culture would become sexualized, and marriage would be weakened. Well, that's exactly what happened. She wars against marriage, and she wars against faithfulness, and she wars against biblical morality. And so we're watching the sexualization of our culture. In ancient times, she would cause images, basically there would be images of naked women in clay and in stone, right. all spreading all over the culture. Well, we have images of nudity all over the place. Right. That's the goddess. Now, another thing about it, we use the word erotic. We're watching a culture becoming eroticized. Well, the word erotic comes from the word for the Greek eros. Eros was the son of this goddess in her Greek form. This goddess gives birth to erotica, or eros. And the ancient name for a prostitute, and she's the goddess of prostitutes. She is the prostitute goddess. The ancient name is porne. We get the word pornography from it. It means the writings of the goddess. The first pornography came from this goddess, and by that she's possessing a culture. She's taking it over. Well, what specifically do sex, drugs, how about rock and roll, how about (laughs) witches, the occult, how does that all touch and how is that involved with the enchantress? Well, you know, we said, you know, in the 60s, same decade, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Well, in her ancient worship, there was sex. She's also the goddess of intoxication, of intoxicating substances, addiction. It's all part of her. And, and music was part of it as well. So she's the goddess of intoxication, so we got that. She's also the goddess of witchcraft. She cast spells. People would try to cast spells by her. She was the goddess who cast spells. So we, we have the same time, we have the revival of witchcraft, the revival of the occult. When did that all happen? the 1960s. When you take away God, Baal comes in, and then comes the goddess. Then comes Ashtoreth, and we have been dealing with this ever since. You know, I'm so concerned that there are so many school systems that are now teaching that the school owns the child. The parent doesn't. Well, that's ridiculous. And the fact that people are pushing this, that there are Teachers' organizations and other organizations that are, I believe, socialistic, communistic, pro-homosexual, and so forth, we want your children. And guess what they want to do with our children? They want to mess them up, especially when it comes to the area of sex. And we see this more and more. And I think, like I mentioned about nine- or ten-year-old boys being accused of raping little girls and so forth. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, this is the revelation. But let's move on. What about the destroyer? one thing that you said, you said so much that was right on with this, but the gods will get into it. The gods are interested in the children, especially, because if you take the children, you take the culture, you take, take the future. Okay, the third one here is 
I call him the destroyer, and there are different names that he has. And the thing is that he is the one who caused ancient Israel, when he came in ancient Israel, to repossess or possess them after they turned from God. He caused them to actually offer up, as we just spoke, offer up their own children. This deity, this spirit, hates children. So imagine, they caused them, it says they offered them up on the altar. They killed their own children. Well, of course, we would never do that. But here's the thing. This is part of pagan culture. Pagan culture, you have human sacrifice all over the place. You have the offering of children all over the place. In fact, it was the gospel alone, it was the gospel that actually stopped the offering up of children. And so if you turn away from this, what's going to happen is child sacrifice is going to return to the culture as this God comes in. This is Moloch, of course. The one spirit brings all his friends in. So now we have Moloch, and it goes right in order. First you have Baal, turn it away, then you have the sexual revolution, and then you have, like clockwork, you have the offering up of children, abortion. Now, people say, well, how can you convert? Well, here's the thing. Ancient Israel offered up thousands of children. We have offered up millions, 60 million children. This is a pagan practice. It's all part of paganism. And what we're doing goes back to child sacrifice. As you're talking, I'm thinking of what happened at the Hamilton Square Baptist Church. I believe it was in 1993. I've seen video of it. All of them are pounding on the doors, throwing rocks at the windows, and guess what they're shouting? We want your children! We want your children! This is in 1993! No wonder we are where we are at the present time. So everything you're saying is falling together. We see it. You're absolutely right. It's in the culture. It's in the world. It's in our White House. And that's so unfortunate. So the destroyer, tell us about his part in the repaganization. And what about his leaving? How did he depart? We don't know what we've got till it's gone. The gospel was protecting America and the West, was protecting. It was only the gospel that stopped parents from offering up their children. It was only the gospel that stopped human sacrifice in the end. And it was the gospel actually ended abortion permanently in the Roman Empire. When you start seeing these things come back, you know there's something spiritual. It's returning to where it was back then, because that was actually the issue then. It has not been an issue for pretty much 2,000 years. So the thing is, in the book, I get into that. Actually, the way that they offered up their children in child sacrifice to Moloch is the same way it's paralleled in what we do today. I'll just mention one of them, and that is this. People don't realize that. When they were offering up their children, it was the poor who especially paid the price, because actually they would pay for children, poor children, to poor fam, the rich would pay, and they'd offer up their children instead. And when you look at abortion, it particularly strikes the poor more than anyone else, strikes minorities more than anyone else. It is the spirit of Moloch. We are doing the same. And there's so much in this, but I mean, even, even that they would, you know, parents would offer up their children, and they would play music to drown it out, to drown out the whole thing. Well, we have other ways of drowning out with the horror of abortion, but it's the same spirit, and we are doing the same thing. So all three of the dark trinity have manifested. And as they go forward, as we're going to see, it's going to get even more intense what's happened since then. On the next show, we're going to be talking about the other side to the goddess, a mystery that has transformed our culture. On the next show, Jonathan Kahn will be with us. Jonathan, you're doing a tremendous job. Read most of the book. I'm understanding more and more and more of this. And I think as our listeners get your material, it's going to be even more eye-opening than just listening. So I'm excited about our next show. Amen. Jonathan Kahn's latest release, The Return of the Gods, is here. Right now, we have both the Return of the Gods book 
and eight DVD series ready to ship to you. Simply call 1-800-652-1144. What lies ahead and what you need to know is found in The Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. Order the book and eight DVD set today. Call 1-800-652-1144. And make plans to see Jonathan Kahn live in person at our upcoming Columbus, Ohio Prophecy Conference, October 26th through the 28th. Part two of Jonathan Kahn's fascinating look at the return of the gods is coming up on tomorrow's Watchmen on the Wall program. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and has been supported for over 90 years by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.